Hey, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I am your host, Heather Danielle. I am a psychic medium, and you can always find out more about me at www.therealheatherdanielle.com. So now, for the next couple of weeks, you are going to be joining me on a four-part series on understanding some clairs. So whether you are new to clairs or you are seasoned, you're going to get something out of each one of these episodes because every single episode I am going to talk about a certain clair and I'm going to give you some information on how to know if it's your strongest ability, giving you some insight on some good divination tools to use that corresponds with that clair, give you some ways that you can practice, and then also some additional tips. So in case you don't know what a Claire is, Claire, C-L-A-I-R, is a French term deriving from the word clear. So then clear is going to go in front of one of our five senses. And basically what it is is saying that you have this clear sense. A lot of times too is associated with like a psychic sense or a very strong sense that maybe you take it to another level, that certain sense. And what I mean by sense is one of our five senses, which are sight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. So each one of those has its corresponding clair. So for example, the one that we're going to be talking about today is clear sight, which is clairvoyance. There's also clairaudient, which is clear hearing. There's also clairgustance, which is clear taste clairsentient, which is clear touch, and then also clairaliens, which is clear smell. Now there are more clairs than that, but those are the ones that we're going to be talking about. And specifically today for part one, we are going to be talking about clairvoyance. So you have, may have heard this term. And the reason why that I'm starting with this Claire and I decided to do this little mini-series, it is because So many people say, oh, I'm not psychic, I'm clairvoyant. Or they say, oh, I'm clairvoyant, I'm not psychic, or however it is. I remember going in downtown Manhattan in like the um, the Chelsea district and just seeing clairvoyant, clairvoyant, clairvoyant. And it's like, oh my gosh, it honestly gets underneath my skin. Because clairvoyant means clear seeing. So that means that you can go ahead and have a reading with a clairvoyant. That's great. That's fine. That's awesome. But that means that she's good at seeing. However, in a psychic reading, you're probably going to use more than one clair because it might be very beneficial to use a different clair because maybe you'll taste something that the spirit is bringing forth to you or one of your spirit guides is putting an impression on you that you actually feel could even be like an emotion of sorts or maybe all of a sudden you start smelling something during a reading. Those are going to be your other clairs coming through. Very rarely have I ever seen a reader just use one clair, like clairvoyance. I'm just going to take everything I see, but I'm going to zone out all the rest of my four senses. No, that's not how we work. In fact, what makes a really good psychic is one that can incorporate all of them. See, touch, feel, hear, all that jazz because it gives spirit, whether it's a mediumship or your spirit guides or angels or whoever you're talking to, the ability to bring more information to you in a variety of ways. So maybe they can't get something through to me, through my mind, through clairvoyance, but they can go ahead and have me smell something and that will relate to the person that I'm reading. All right, so let's get started with 
clairvoyance and how to know if it is one of your strongest abilities. Here are some ways to tell. Number one is going to be vivid dreams. So dreams, you have to see them, right? So that's why it's clear seeing. So this is going to be vivid dreams, dreams that you really remember, dreams that are really real, or it just overall, you're a big dreamer that shows that you do have clairvoyance. So not everyone is a great dreamer. Not everyone remembers their dreams. Not everyone thinks they dream all that jazz. So vivid dreams is a really, really good sign to show that you do have strong clairvoyance. Number two is you are good at word searches and games like memory where you have to see. So that's like really, really awesome way to tell. I know I'm extremely good at word searches because I can see things. I can go ahead and win every game of memory because I remember how you see it, if that makes sense. So that's a really cool, fun way. Number three, you have visions. So that's how clairvoyance usually starts, is that you're going to see visions just pop in your head. And they might even seem like they're coming from your imagination, but you can actually see it happening or see that person that you never met before, or you're on the phone and maybe all of a sudden you get like a pop in your mind's eye of what that person looks like. That's showing you really good clairvoyance. The more you practice it, it's going to come across more as a movie as well, or can play like a movie. And that is how you know you're getting on the advanced side of clairvoyance. All right, number three, I think I'm actually on number four now. You use landmarks instead of streets when giving directions. So this means like, okay, you're going to go right at the Taco Bell, and then you're going to go left at the library. You're going to keep on going straight. You're going to go past the roller rink. You see what I'm saying? So that means because that is showing that you have really, really good vision, right? Even on a spiritual level, this is showing that you pay attention to that kind of thing. And so that is going to be one of your strongest clairs. Now, divination tools that will work very well with someone who is clairvoyant or really help someone who is wanting to strengthen their clairvoyant skills, I'm about to tell you, okay? And you can kind of see if you have these already, if you're drawn to them, or how you feel about these divination tools. All right, so first up is going to be a crystal ball. I know, it sounds stereotypical, right? A psychic that is using a crystal ball, a clairvoyant who is using a crystal ball. But if you think about it, a lot of times when you see clairvoyance, you'll see them with a crystal ball because a crystal ball is all about seeing. When you gaze into a crystal ball, it's actually called scrying. So it's not just with a crystal ball, but scrying is what could be with mirrors. You're going to be with water. And that all takes that vision. Okay, it's things that you see. So crystal ball, any kind of scrying with mirrors and waters is something someone who has really strong clairvoyance would be really, really, really good at. Okay, number two is going to be the Ouija board. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You guys are all freaking out and stuff like that already. But no, a Ouija board has a lot to do with the vision because of the letters spread up across the board, right? You're really good at seeing the letters. You're really, really good at, you know, determining what letter it fell on. And it's a very visual experience. So hopefully you're following along with that with me. Number three, the third divination tool that will really work well with clairvoyance is palm readings, right? So palmistry. 
because you might actually be able to see those little details in the lifeline, in the love line, and those kinds of things within the palm. And you might be really good at putting what you see together. Number four is going to be, this is kind of a cheating one, maybe not considered a divination tool, but I think it is. And that is using a divination tool through your meditation. So that means that through your meditation, you are able to more easier pick up insight, guidance, and that kind of thing if you're strongly clairvoyant. Because a lot of times through meditation, it's easier for us to get visions and that kind of thing. It's a really, really common way for spirit to bring forward things to us while we're meditating. And so that's a reason why that is really, really good to hone in on your clairvoyance is through meditation and practicing those visions and that kind of thing. And if you're already clairvoyant, you just might find it easier to get that guidance through visuals, through visions while you are meditating. Okay, now practice time. So this is going to be ways, three specific ways that you can do things that you can do to practice your clairvoyance, your clear seeing. The first one is going to be spending the whole entire day paying attention to everything that you see. This will take zero extra time out of your day. You are literally just going to be more mindful about the things that you see. And I know you might be like how I was when I first started. I'm like, oh no, I already see everything. I already see anything. No, you're going to be paying attention to every little tiny detail. Take a walk in your neighborhood. I want you paying attention to the cement. I want you to pay attention to the sidewalk, to the grass, the cracks in the cement, the different colors of the grass, right? How you see the sidewalk go up and down or the rolling hills near you. I want you to pay attention to what the houses look like. What kind of brick? What are they made out of, right? Is the paint job good? Is the paint job bad? You know, you don't have to judge it, but I just want you to you know, see things that you've never seen before. I want you to tell your brain, hey, I want to see little details right now. Even with the people, when they are talking to you and things like that, I want you to pay attention to them. Pay attention to the way that they are animated in their face or not. Pay attention to the hair. See if you can even pay attention to their eyebrows, how they're moving, if they're talking with their hands or not. I want you to pay attention to all of this and it's going to help you grow your clairvoyance, your clear seeing. All right, number two is cloud gazing. So this one is going to be a fun one that you can do with the kids, do with your significant other, do whenever you need a break and time to relax. I want you to go outside. If you can go outside, if not, you can look through a window. But I would love for you to be in a relaxed state as you try to cloud gaze. So this is something that a lot of us did back when we were younger and for some reason we stopped. But what you're going to do is look up at the clouds and you're going to try and use your imagination and determine what that cloud looks like. I want you to be like, oh, this one looks like a dragon. This one looks like Cupid. You know, this one just looks like a candlestick. You know, and I want you to try to see in as much detail some of these things that you are seeing. It's really, really going to help you reset your mind and get your mind thinking a little bit differently and seeing things that it thought you did not want to see anymore, that you didn't care about. But now you're saying, no, I want to see them. And then this is really, really going to help you whenever spirit wants to bring you any kind of vision or insight in that matter. All right, number three is going to be doing guided meditations. 
So with guided meditations, not only does it help you, you know, not feel like you are just sitting there humming or, you know, makes you bored. It might feel like you're in a dream or you're listening to a story and that kind of thing. But it requires like an imagination, but it also requires you to visualize what you are seeing, almost like you're reading a book. So if you do a guided meditation and it's saying, hey, okay, imagine yourself on a bench. Now imagine yourself, you know, walking through a forest. You saw a staircase and now you're going to go down the staircase and you see a river, that kind of thing, right? So it really takes you to imagine it, to visualize it. And that's going to make your clairvoyance stronger. Alrighty, now we've gotten to another fun, fun, fun section of this episode, and that is additional tips. These may be things that I really don't remember sharing before. So, especially as it pertains to clairvoyance. And that is, are you ready? Here's three extra additional tips to really help you get your clairvoyance like on point. First one is decreasing the fluoride in your diet. I know, I know, I know. Do you guys know that about fluoride? So fluoride is literally in everything. It is in our toothpaste. When we go to the dentist, we get fluoride treatments, fluorides in our water. Fluoride is literally everywhere. And even though it might have its place in helping us, one thing that it does do is that it calcifies our pineal gland And that gland is one where our intuition comes from, like it really helps us, you know, be strong in who we are. And when that gets calcified, it can like dull some of our senses, our intuition, and that kind of thing. So if we can work on decreasing the fluoride that's in our diets, in our water, we can go ahead and move forward a little bit and have a little bit more of a stronger intuition And if you think about this, your pineal gland is, if memory serves me right, behind your third eye and as far back as your temples are. So if you go ahead and you put one of your index fingers on either side of your temples, and then you just imagine where your third eye is, which is between your eyebrows, right? Maybe slightly higher. And you just imagine going back, that is where your pineal gland is. And if you think about it, your third eye, which is also one of the chakras that really helps us, you know, with our psychic vision, right, is right smack there. So for our pineal gland to be calcified with fluoride, then what do you think is happening with our third eye? It might be distorted or maybe not working its best with a lot of that fluoride. So you can get fluoride-free toothpaste. You can talk with your doctor, your dentist to see if you absolutely need to have a fluoride treatment. You can also make sure that you are drinking clean water that doesn't have fluoride in it maybe a filter or so in there, and then just see how that helps you. So that is one of my tips, but I really want you to use discretion with that. I am not a doctor. I do not diagnose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just giving you what worked for me. All right. Additional tip number two, and that is going to be increasing your vitamin A. Yes, because your vitamin A is really going to help you with your eyesight. This is going to be regular eyesight. (laughs) Okay. So this is going to help you with that because then what's going to happen is when you go ahead and you have your physical of this world eyesight better, it's going to help you get that sixth sense, if you will, eyesight, you know, that clairvoyance really, really strong. And it's funny because we always think of carrots and that kind of thing being as one of those things. And 
It's so funny because my husband always told me about the myth of carrots help you with your eyesight. Carrots do have vitamin A in it, which will help you with your eyesight. However, it's not like the best vegetable or the biggest vegetable or the one with the most vitamin A. It is actually a myth. And I didn't really believe my husband when he told me this, but basically it was back in World War II. I believe it was with the German and the Brits. And basically the Germans were able to attack at night and they were like, how in the world are you doing this? And then they spread a rumor that we eat carrots, you know, and that's what helps us. And it ended up being a lie and that kind of thing. So Leafy greens is really going to be your number one bet. Tomatoes also are very high in vitamin A. And you can talk with your doctor and all that jazz about any kind of the vitamins. That would be really good. But of course, we're going to try and get this through our diet before we take any supplements. But that can really, really help you with your clairvoyance. All right, number three. I have brought this one up before and I hope you love it. And that is going to be journaling your experiences. So right now, if you can do it right now, that'd be awesome. Okay, I want you to have a little pad of paper, maybe a journal, whatever it is, and I want you to write down experiences that you have had with clear seeing. So this could actually be, you know, a dream, vivid dreams that you've had. You've seen things before they happened, that kind of thing. And then I want you to keep it going. I want you to write it out and I want you every single time that you have an experience to keep on writing it down because that's going to help you trust in the process more. It's going to help you trust in yourself more. And it's going to finally be like, wow, I actually can see that I do have this clairvoyant ability because you have tracked it. So oftentimes we forget about our hits. We forget about our intuitive hits. We forget about things. So I really want you to get them out of your mind right now and onto paper. And that's going to help you fight your ego if your ego is ever fighting you and is like, wait a second, this isn't real. This isn't real. This is made up and all that jazz. Okay. So I hope that you have found this episode exciting, a little bit more helpful. You really need to share this episode with a friend, especially one who might be new to their gifts or new to the spiritual realm and needs it brought down to earth a little bit and maybe not so woohoo, okay? So go ahead and share it with them and I will see you on Friday. Friday.